0: It's time to catch up with our AFL editor Mark Stevens. The, the home and away season in the AFL is not far away now, the practice matches are complete and I think most footy fans just can't wait for next week, Steve, as I say good afternoon to you.
1: Good to talk to you Maddie and Maddie. I thought it was David Attenborough talking before, I, I didn't expect the Sabretooth Tigers to get a run in Big V Racing. Uh, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> you you really do throw a few curveballs here and there, don't you, well, Steve? no, it was fascinating just talking about bowling and at, in the dark and watching prehistoric uh, predators <laughs> and whatever. It was fascinating stuff from <laughs> Matty Stewart.
2: Oh, you made Sorry, I, I was eating and I just put my headphones <laughs> was... back on. Have I missed? Have I missed an abusive? He called you David Attenborough. You? What? What was it, what, in reference to
1: what? Well, well the way you were that talking you explained about. How Yeah, saber-toothed tigers and horses sort of avoiding uh, prehistoric predators and whatever in the dark. I thought it was fascinating, mate.
2: Well, that's why broodmares... It's true, though. uh, That's why broodmares give birth in the middle of the night. Same as elephants, Steve-o. Same as elephants. That's why Matty let nightclubs at that hour of the morning, too. (laughs) Uh.
0: (laughs) Steve-o, we'll have to get you out here to the sales next year, I think. Hey, what's happening? in the land of the AFL, with this season only days away.
1: Well, it's a big day today for Michael Christian. I mean, if he's looking to ease his way into the job this year, it hasn't quite worked. Of course, Chris O, well-known in these corridors. A good man, Chris O, is the MRO, uh, the match review officer. So normally at this time, of year, he can ease in a couple of fringe players under the pump, maybe one or two issues. But he's got a couple of big ones. There's uh, big issues that he's looking at right now, and that includes uh, Trent Koch and uh, a left forearm uh, to... Uh, James Harms of Your Demons, uh, Maddie. Uh, mm. It looks like he might cop a week, even if it's low impact, in, if it's graded intentional and high, which it looks to be to me, that's to the next. So, uh, Cochin hasn't been suspended since 2010. He copped a four-week ban then for uh, charging Sam Wright. So, I think he might be in a bit of trouble for round one, Trent Cochin, for that big game against uh, Carlton, which is uh, Thursday week. As he should be, steve You can't put your forearm into someone's throat and
0: expect to get off if he gets off that is a terrible look for the match review panel heading into the season
1: yeah it was quite forceful wasn't it um and, and but he has had a good run in the past I mean he got through in the 17 uh, prelim final he knocked out Dylan Shields so we'll wait and see on Trent Cotchin but it is a test again for Chris so he prefer not to be doing it this time of year just easing in the other one mm-hmm. of course is Jordan Degoe, a dangerous tackle that was paid way back Thursday night We still haven't had a decision. Normally in the home and away season, Chris does it sort of day by day and updates, but uh, we're still not in full battle mode as far as the MRO. So we're having to wait... And I haven't even added up the hours, but three or four days to get a, a result on the Jordan Goey dangerous tackle, which, uh, look, I think it's going to be line ball as well because the AFL doesn't like that action. Uh, big Lloyd Meek was sort of thrust and pushed into the turf, so more more uh, a shoulder sort of uh, collision. Now, there wasn't a lot of head uh, knock factor in this one, but... It's all about the action and not the outcome, guys. So we wait and see on Jordan to go. So Chris Obey, he's under the pump today, Chris o. I mean, it's, We oh, haven't he, even started the real stuff.
0: No, he might even be out here at, at the sales, uh, Steve-O. So if we can get a hold of him, we'll, we'll, we'll put the hard questions to him. Stay with us because I want to get your thoughts on Robbo's top 50. Always a big talking point each and every year, but let's head to Ballarat for the fourth.
3: Geelong, before that was a second and before that was breaking its maiden three starts ago. But it's been well backed into favoritism. Five dollars, it reached five fifty, it's into three dollars now back out to three twenty Arctic Storm. Delinquent's been supported too, four eighty into three forty. Wild Aussie's been the biggest drifter. He'd opened the favourite at two twenty five. It's right out the door, four forty. And Fairy Tail Poppy next in the market, ten dollars into seven. Early quad plays need eight, one and six to be alive in the early quad. This is the final leg here, race four. The Greyhound Clubs Victoria. And they're just about all locked away. Favourite drawn three, and that's Arctic Storm. The green light's on. They're set to run. Race four batter out. They're set. Racing two and away fast was the favourite Arctic Storm's going to charge over and take up the early lead by a length and a half on getting a second, Operatic Blue to third the inside, letter Frack Lady hits the outside Fairy Tail Poppy, then came Wild Aussie well back to Delinquent, second last midnight Marion and last was Bow City on the swing, favourite Arctic Storm still in front leads by three, Fairy Tail Poppy running on strongly Arctic Storm hanging on, Arctic Storm favourite wins, about a half length on Fairy Tail Poppy who charged on strongly for second, third goes to Wild Aussie from Operatic Blue and then came Letter Frack Lady followed by Delinquent Midnight Marilyn back towards the end, and last was Mo City. The run 2256 to the favourite, heavily back to score. Welcome back to Big V
0: Racing. You're with Matt Nevin and Matt Stewart on this Monday afternoon. 90 50 5052 or well, 1300 652 927 To give us a call at any stage. Your AFL editor, Mark Stevens. Is also back in the studio. Steve O'Robo's top 50. It gets people talking each and every year, and I understand how these lists work. You need to throw a couple in here, a couple in there, just to get people talking. Uh, the old clickbait theory, but what did you make of his top 50? Who do you think was the biggest surprise? And was there anyone who was a little bit stiff?
1: Look, I think Charlie Curnow, obviously, at number one, is a surprise. But you're right, having worked at the Herald Sun with the, the other Matty there, it's all about creating a talking point. And I think it's fair enough to put Kerno in, because this is throwing forward, remember? this is who he believes basically be the top player by the end of the season. It's nothing to do with last year. Well, that, that sort of factored in, but it's really a throwing forward exercise. I think it's fair enough. Charlie Kerner, an excitement machine. There's a couple probably unlucky not to be in there. I think uh, Tom libertore definitely uh, should be in the top 50 given uh, he got pipped by a vote by Josh Dunkley in the Dogs BNF and Dunkley's at 23. But I think uh, Robbo's done a pretty good job overall when you look at it. Tom Lynch is... Uh, pretty high at 11, Connor Rosie at 14, but um, yeah, I think a pretty good effort by Robbo. It's not easy. I I reckon um, looking at this, I think Matty Stewart could do the top 20 jockeys each year on on, on RSM's website. That would really push some traffic. We could have sliders (laughs) and and guys that are coming up up the ladder as well.
2: I remember when Mike Sheehan did his list before Robbo. I remember Sheehan agonized over it, agonized you know thirty six or thirty five you know all that sort of stuff. One thing that I find most interesting with these lists is the faders, the fade out superstars like the maybe the danger fields, all the ones that were perennials on the on the, on the list uh, over the last decade. Which big names have continued to fade further and further down the list, or even off the list now?
1: Well, when you look at Ollie Wines as one that's faded off, not long ago he was winning at Brownlow, so he's not even on the list at all, the top 50. So people slip away pretty quickly. I do remember Mike Sheen, he sweated on it, didn't he? He'd come up to, uh, I think he even asked your opinion, he'd asked everybody there at one stage in the office, trying to work out who was 49, 48, who would miss out. But yeah, that's the obvious one for me. I can't see Ollie Wines. The kitchen lady, I
2: remember the clean Used to get, you know, he used to, to canvass everyone, Mike Sheen, didn't he? Random people on the street. It was actually quite embarrassing sometimes when you think about
1: it. <laughs> I and mean, obviously, Matty is a Melbourne person. What's your take? I mean, Petrarca, number two. Stiff not to be number one, I would have thought, as a powerhouse. And Clayton Oliver, uh, behind the Bont and Crips.
0: Oh, I think they're all in that same sort of conversation, aren't they, Steve? They're, both, they're all top five, top ten Midfielders, but I I do believe in my heart of hearts that Christian Petrarca's is right now the best of the lot, and I think if you're having a bet in the Brownlow Medal markets, he's $17, Steve Christian Petrarca, $17 to win the Brownlow. I know him and Oliver take votes off each other, but he, from all reports, has had a monstrous preseason. He looked immense on the weekend against the Tigers. He bullied them. Where's and Dustin Martin? He'll on the be polling a lot of votes.
1: Where's Dustin? Dusty's at seven, which seven, I think's yeah. probably. Look, he's hanging in there, but from what Generous. I've seen in the no, from what I've seen in practice match form, I think he deserves to be around there. But he's only got one more chance at it, really. I think that's about right. Number seven, um, Lockie Neal, number yeah, not a lot of surprises really. Chad Warner in the top ten—that's got to be a shock, uh, Maddie.
0: Yeah, he had a good grand final, didn't he, Chad Warner? But uh, I do. Well, that's agree a bit harsh, you, Did he? What? Well, he lost <laughs> he by twelve goals.
1: I don't think he was that good.
0: Personally, didn't he have a good grand final? Well, I thought
1: the whole am I Sydney... him in
0: golden? No, he did have a good grand final.
1: Oh, he was all right. The whole Sydney team was a disaster. They can't cling Gee. to that one. But I think, yeah, number 10's probably <laughs> too high for him. Uh, Andrew Brayshaw, number 19. You know, he was a Brownlow favourite. What about Jordan Degoe? He's polarising. Number 16, that's pretty high for a guy who is a little bit hot and cold.
0: Yeah, I agree with that. I think he can be a little bit overhyped at times. He might be a little bit captain ravishing at times, George. Is he Dugowie. the captain
1: ravishing
2: of uh, Oh, oh. Maybe,
0: maybe. Hey, um
2: Steve O how safely snug does um Dugowie have to stay in his lane this season behave? I mean what He's, what, what, how do you think the the year will play out for goey in, in every sense?
1: Well, surely he'll pull his head in. He looks fit. Um, he's basically got some sort of suspended sentence hanging over his head for the next indiscretion. But you can only look at what he's done on the track and, and he's, his form in these couple of practice matches has been great. So he, he looks a genuine midfielder at the moment. He's fined right down and uh, a bit of a powerhouse. So if he can stay on the straight and narrow, Matty, uh, all good to go. Do you reckon you could do your top 20 without any issues... Uh, or even a top 50 jockeys Australia-wide. I think this is a real... Jeez, we could, could release We could release one every day on RSN. A top 10. Yeah. Well, a you, top could, 10 do, be you good. could do yeah. 20. Yeah. But a difficult project here. The wider you get, the more contentious it gets uh, Matty Nevitz. So you've got to make I like, some contention. I like see,
2: I don't, I don't follow... like Say, for instance, everyone in Sydney will tell me what an amazing front-running jockey Tim Clark is, but I don't notice that much. So I, I'd be fearful that I'd leave some out because I just don't see them enough, but... I'd go... Could you do a Victorian one, though? I'd go... Is this Australia? All at their best, right? Like, at their absolute peerless best. Yep. Malum. As one. Yep. Ben Malum's number one. Malum. Car Zara Brown. Okay. <laughs> all, all, all from the B, by yeah. the way. <laughs> um, Malum, Car Zara Brown. Ethan Brown, right here and now. Yep. You know, Ollie's the greatest of all time, but does he... You this know, is, is he Victoria. A Patrick, is he a Patrick Dangerfield now, or, you know? Is this Victoria? Or yeah, this is... No, this is Victoria. Okay. Yeah. Williams is still there. He's still like a Gary Ablett Jr. Late in his career. He's still there. So is Damien Oliver. Shin? Blake Shin is super elite. Blake Shin would be grappling in that top four. What
0: about Mickey D? He's flying.
2: Yeah, Mickey D would be... He's knocking on the door. So, right here and now. No offence to the absolute all-time greats. Here we go. Malum... Car Shin Zara, Ethan Brown sneaking in. That's five. The, I think they're my super elite group. O four one six ninety a, fifty mm. fifty two. So
0: we got it out of him in the end, there, Steve. Yeah, we've started what's something. What's, I'd
1: like to tomorrow like maybe get his top top twenty. Um, I, I, I think it's just fascinating the <laughs> list because I find it hard to rate jockeys and horses because there's so much yeah. going on in you know different tracks, different states. But I think you could. Damien Lane, stiff. To Damian
2: not make Lane.
0: my Very list. Stiff. Yep. Yep. Mm-hmm. Let us know who you think the top five jockeys are in Victoria. Steve, O, wonderful work from you as always. Speaking of powerhouses, you are a powerhouse when it comes to breaking footy news. I can't wait to see what you can do this season, and uh, the regular season is not far away now at all. Look forward to hearing from you in the morning on Breakfast with half.:
1: We're just warming up. We'll talk later, boys.